We're going to make you sound like Sinatra, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the Backyards of Key West podcast with your host, Mark Barato. So this is the Backyards of Key West, and my name is Mark Barato, and I'm here with Chef B. Please, I need uh, the name here. I, all I know is Chef B. It's uh, Bill Hunt is my name, and okay. uh, that's Charlie's nickname, uh, so he uses that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know where that came from, but I'm okay with it. It's just easier, I guess, to say Chef B in the house. Yeah. Or if he's, if he's like, you know, praising Chef B, you know, it's easy for the cheering. Yeah, you know, I'm, I think he has uh, his own language, basically. So. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try to get him on the podcast at some point or another. Um, I think that would be fun to have him uh, on here just to hear all the other stories. And I don't know, I'm sure he's got a lot of them. So I'd like to, I'd like to get his perspective. But right now we have the most important person, I would say, on this podcast because you are the chef of the Smoke and Tuna. Yes, uh, um here playing with the food a uh, daily basis and responsible for the crew and what we're doing and the teaching of the program and the uh, purchasing is exciting for me buying all the local food that we use and um, that's that's always been fun for me so uh, yeah it turned into um, it seems everywhere I go if I'm lucky I have some moldable people and people that are really interested in learning and growing and right. doing di- different things like that so that is happening here I have uh, a few young guys and I have a couple old friends that I brought in to work with me and um, so we have we have a really nice balance now and we've been here doing it long enough together with this crew that we're really excited for next season awesome and what we'll be able to put forward that maybe we couldn't six months ago like what name um, some of the changes and the well uh, um the, the changes are um turned into instead of what would you do now it was almost kind of like fix it according to me and using the right products a hundred percent and there wasn't really um a leader who was bringing things you know was moving things along fast enough i felt so i got that opportunity and um I saw the excitement with the people. They were real, very interested to learn and do new dishes and use new products and like that. So it's even things like um, one guy might be preparing seafood for the last two years, but did he actually cut the whole fish and mm. break it down and, and be introduced to a different fish that he hadn't worked with before, or even shucking oysters at a, at a good rate and doing it properly, right. stuff like that. So, um, that. Sounds like more pride into doing that work than will make you more into wanting to serve the client and the customer better. Yeah, you know, it's really um, how you live your life. And it can be applied to pretty much every job and any way you are. And it's, it's finding the interest and then, you know, having them duplicate it and feel good about what they're doing mm. and getting complimented on it. And just being able to become better at what you do in any scenario, in any level right. of the kitchen operation. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, I see it. I see the smiles and, uh, hey, look at what I did and I'm, I'm prouder of what I'm putting forward right. and now I know why and now I understand this and why is it a different olive oil 
why is it a better vinegar? Why is it always fresh citrus? Why, why, you know, all the, all the questions that they would get a recipe and they could do the recipe, but they didn't know why they were doing it sometime. Yeah. And so then they realized, and if you just switch this out and that, so, you know, it's a, it's a forever, always and forever, um, scenario that I try to create, Mm. whether it's the most simple items that we're doing, just do them the best they can be done and like that. So it almost becomes a competition. Look at how I did this and look at that. So it is the pride comes out and people are happy. It makes, you know, it gives you a happy environment, I think. And tell me, so from a menu perspective, what's going to be different? You know, I know you're, you're not just trying to say, hey, come in for the music on the bar only, which is amazing. You're going to be producing some great food, which people need to come here to check out. So tell me about that. Yeah, um, we're... What was uh, what was great and good for me was Charlie saying, "Hey, I want you to just run. I know you have the uh, experience. Please just you know do what you'd like to do to make people happier. Uh, draw them in, give them something great that they haven't had before. So that's where we're at. We're actually um, we've su- succeeded in the transition to." Uh, better looking plates cosmetics always the best seafood um you know just taking care of the products like that buying them right sending them back if they're not perfect Mm. everybody goes through that oh the delivery guy sent this right you know uh things like that so just paying attention will make all the food better and food handling and that's where you start with that whole thing but in regards to items that everything there's four or five new items on the menu every day that weren't here a year ago oh. and tomorrow is going to be different than today that's great and oftentimes it's never duplicated unless somebody you know they're very excited about it and it sold well and compliments so we'll run it back again next week like that but there's so many um you know so many choices in which ways to go and keep that learning process going with everybody and tr- using new products and like that so we have um you know, we went with a more upscale steak for the menu, so there's always a great steak on the menu before um, they had to have a great steak, and then maybe they wouldn't have one available or like that. So it was just a matter of, you know, um, the ordering is really good, the purchasing, never running out of things, but always having them fresh, the whole, that yeah. whole mentality. Right, thing. Right, right. So when you have these ingredients in the house, like now I have today, I got fresh papayas and some really nice local mangoes and things like that. So all of a sudden I can see that my kitchen crew is already remembering something that they did before and they add that to something different and they're excited to get those products. So nice. uh, that. I know I, I might be uh, repeating myself on that, but that part of the education is going to put forward. We do the boards every day, so the board is a different soup, different salads. I encourage everybody to come up with their favorite thing and how mm. would they do it and things like that. So that's in play and more pieces of equipment that allow you to do more things are actually in the making, in the works. I rebuilt a uh, smokehouse out back. Wow. So we have brand new smoker, a couple of smokers out there. We're going to have that all um, 
dressed out uh, shortly and that's going to expand again for like tailgate parties and having the best uh, guava, mango, habanero, whatever, um, ribs and Mm. smoke hole turkeys and smoke hole chickens and things that weren't happening before. They would have some smoked items and it was just like hit and miss kind of thing. Always done well, but it's just the consistency. So now it's like hey, can we have that again? Can we get that back? Then you put a little spin on it. Right. So it's keeping it fresh. Uh, we do have a, um, a room all set up now for this hot weather. That's a, uh, the room we're sitting in now. We call it the writer's room. Uh, there's uh, 24 to 30 seats that if you want to have a small party here, a business party, birthday any event kind of thing we can give you a private room oh nice which um wasn't a really with catering available. and I'm yeah sure. it wasn't really available before but even if it's a a group that comes in with two dozen people a dozen people and they're in key west for the first time and uh they want to do something special i will give them a choice of a menu with like a day's notice right. and things like that so there's there's more available to anybody who wants to come here with small parties or big parties catered parties uh, we have weddings coming up in December and um, lots of new uh, situations that have been created yeah. with the staff being, you know, having constantly growing the staff and having a better group of people. They all know what they're doing. They're all pros. They're all in the, the good frame of mind. And so anything's possible. So the private parties, uh, take the whole bamboo bar if you want, right. if you have a big group, stuff like that. So. I, I think the, all the uh, tools were here to do the, those those mm-hmm. things before, but they just needed um, the leadership. Yeah, but now more than ever that um, we see the possibility, and Charlie, Charlie again very positive um, behind the whole situation of growing the deal. I uh, had a great year last year, looking for a bigger year this year, and um, I think a lot of it is. Um, you know, keeping it changing, keeping new things on the menu. So people come here a couple of times a week instead of once or three times a week or whatever, bring their friends over. Right. So I'm, I'm doing, that's my, um, my responsibility is to say, wow, that's on the menu. Hey, wow, that, that's great. Let's try that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I never had something like that before. So those are the things that that's my, what I, what I need to keep happening all the time to, uh, to, to get to our goal of having something for everybody. Again, focus, focus on day boat stuff, the mm. real pink shrimp, the fresh uh, stone crabs are big around here when they start up in October. So we literally have stone crabs available by any amount um, all the whole season. Right, all the stuff that when tourists come into town, yeah. this is what they want, the quintessential you know, Key West experience um, and being right off of Duval, right in the heart of everything. There's like two key takeaways that I heard in the things that you said. One, this isn't a place to come and get bar food. This is a place to come and have dinner. This is like a a restaurant that's here now um, where you're providing the freshest food, a variety of food. And if you're here to enjoy Key West and you want amazing drinks and amazing music, you can also have an amazing meal so you don't have to eat dinner somewhere else and then come here. You could do it all in one place. That, that's totally yeah. correct. And, and the I, other thing that I heard that was pretty amazing and hats off to you is it sounds like being the head chef here and being the leader in the kitchen, you're giving a lot of leeway and a lot of room for creativity for the staff. A lot of times, especially when you're pivoting and you're making things different, you're just saying like, no, 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 listen, 
I'm doing all this, you follow orders, and you do this. It sounds like you're really let, allowing everybody to have their creative juices growing here. Yeah, it's, it's being smart enough to, um, to tell your, your crew why you're doing it. Yeah. Hey, hey, that looks good. Oh, you do that. Just give me the recipe and I'll be a robot. But that's not the deal. The deal is that um, you learn it. You know it. It's your repertoire now. Mm-hmm. You can do it anytime. If I'm not here one day and this comes in and, and you can just roll with it. So I want everybody to be free thinking mm-hmm. and, and also be totally capable. And, you know, people, the people rise up. I'll, I'll say like every employee that I had here, um, one or two people left because it wasn't for them they didn't want to think that much they didn't want to do that much right. but there were five other people that wanted the opportunity to say i'm, I'm getting an education while i'm working right and then that's that's good for everybody it's good for the place it's good for me it makes my life easier to see that they can do more and they it brings the, it brings the whole level yeah. up if things go the way they're supposed to and i, I think um we're totally on to that mm. did you learn that from other kitchens if you look if you can't tell you can hear that that boston accent in the background have you been a chef most of your career like tell me a little bit about the the origin story yeah the um the origin was um, I grew up in Boston, moved down here full time after visiting a few times and uh, vacationing and a month camping and stuff like that. Uh, get out of the cold winter. But in Boston, it, it definitely was where it all started. Um, uh, the high school I went with had a great opportunity. There was an uh, excellent chef there that's uh, an old, old friend. And she actually made me feel like... Um, she let me know everything that I needed to know, uh, you know, in your face kind right. of stuff. And don't waste anybody's time and don't go down that road yeah. unless you feel like that's, you know, that's really what you want to do. Wow. So anyhow, I haven't really been doing many other things. I've been doing all the branches of um, different cuisines. I was trained um, classically in hotels, and I was a chef at University Club in Boston, open Faneuil Hall Marketplace, wow. um, uh, all over there. So I, I did um, a hard, firm, uh, probably 10 to 15 years with people that were very talented. I was mm. very fortunate. Um, not going to name drop at this time. It would take way too long, but there were many famous and, and well-known chefs that had all their own places and writers and authors and so on that I happened to cross their path and spend a year with them. Wow. And so I had a lot, I was very, very fortunate with that. So, um, and every time I'd meet one other person, I'd like dedicated their life to it and could see how much right. they loved it. And the passion came out of that. Uh, first job, first restaurant, and you know while I was in high school taking the culinary program there placed in a little restaurant in my town and uh, first time I saw a service where everybody's dressed up and six o'clock they open the doors and it's kind of like an off-Broadway or Broadway play and all of a sudden the energy's there and everybody's talking and it's all happening and the food's flying and I'm like wow and yeah. it's like getting your first guitar or something. Like that, <laughs> right. You know? But coming into that too, like it's like getting your first guitar, but going to play Woodstock, you're like, yeah. you know, the rush of everybody coming in and if they're dressed up and if they're going to a show or whatnot, you know, they expect service to be perfect. They expect it to be fast. They expect to love what they want to get. You know, they, they can't be late with things. So that was kind of a good baptism by fire for you. Yeah, it was. And then um, luckily enough, as I say, I kind of just, I made this, my philosophy was just, 
find out what the best restaurants were and apply to all of them and only give confirmation for one year. Right. So agree to a one-year program because I felt like I could, I have to learn all I can at that nice. place and then move to the next. And I actually had like five in a row go that way for me. So they knew I was going to leave and that's that. And I would go to the next place that I was excited about, maybe a different cuisine, stuff like that. Right. So it just... Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the flexibility and that the people that how receptive they were and willing to teach and all that and so um, I found a uh, a really great community in Boston doing that and then before I knew it it was like that's all I'm that's all I'm going to do right. that's what I want to do I love to cook I've always loved to cook yeah. then I got excited about this and then somebody taught me about that and then I learned how to do Chinese and I learned that wow. you know, so it, it it's a never ending deal it's kind of like. Um, you know, I always look at it like uh, the the team in your kitchen is like a sports team right. or a band, and everybody has to do things, and you all grow together. And I've been really lucky to uh, even discovering new people that were coming up and yeah. that wanted to get all of that. And they said, hey, you've been all over here, and you've done this, and, oh, you're catering, and you're working at this big fancy house and doing private parties, and um, that's what I want to do. And they want, you know, if they wanted to put the the effort in and, and, and play that game, then I was more than happy to be a teacher. Yeah. And here's your recipes. And right, right, Look right. at this cookbook. Take this for a couple That's of weeks. That's great. So, so you mentored a lot of people, and it also sounds like that you worked in such a variety of cuisines. Do you find now that when you're, you know, people want, not traditional, but they want seafood down here, right? But I love the smoker, and I love the steaks and everything like that. Do you find that you're able to now sneak in little different ingredients that are picking from all of those things, Cajun over here and maybe some sauces from Chinese there to, like, make things different? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, it just never stops with yeah. that. Um, you know, different oils with this and different citrus with that. And uh, just today I haven't done it in a while and I made a puree fresh papaya vinaigrette with soy and Asian barbecue and that turned into a dipping sauce for a, a smoked uh, lobster egg roll so I had some smoked lobster I got, I'm going to smoke some lobster yeah. we got the new smoker boom yeah. what am I going to do with it okay it goes to egg roll or it can go in other you know assortment of dishes yeah that's great so um, we're doing a quesadilla now with grilled lobster meat and, oh yeah and the guy that works with me in here uh, daytime day chef Tim he is um, somebody that I worked with in three or four other places when wow. we opened something that was just like a an open for the people and then get out yeah I did a lot of that catering stuff go in uh, consultant stuff right so I actually consulted probably uh, a dozen or more uh, in Key West in the last 10 years that got people off the ground or fixed it and things like that. So I'm kind of like a little rescue guy too. Yeah, you're like a jack you know, of all trades so, in the old, in not just cooking in the kitchen. It's like knowing the business, it sounds like aspect of it. Because when you're doing a catering business, it's, it's, it could, you can go bust quick because of the fact that you can over order, you can mess things up, and that your old business could be gone. Yeah, so all, all the varieties, everything that, you know, you can do with food, whether it's a little birthday party for some guy up the Keys and he has his immediate family there. I, I go shopping. I know what they, they're going to want. Yeah. I buy the best quality. Boom. And just enough stuff out. And I like that a lot. So I, I do that in my off time. I actually have um, a fishing camp uh, that I'm, I'm partner in. It's Fly Fishing uh -huh. a Lodge up the Keys that um, 
I've enjoyed for this is my 12th year that wow. I did that. So I leave for a short period of time in the spring to do that because I do it with my sons and my family. Wonderful. And it's amazing. And that's. Um, and then you all I, cook the fish together, or is it a catch or release? Or? No, it, it's 100% catch and release, uh. but they all want the best of everything. Yeah. So. Um, that's a whole different story right right but but um, it's wonderful to be able to do that and and i like the catch or at least i like the fact that you're not catching and then cooking and then it's like when do you have that time to unplug so that you can spend time with family and do something totally different so that when you come back here you're like okay i'm ready now i'm ready to get back into business yeah i guess it gets to where the experience takes over and you start being very comfortable with you know me mentally i think about okay i have to be over here for a couple of days then i have to be three days here and a couple of nights here and i got to keep coming back and making sure everything's all good and and now when we get into full season the the tuna is my 100 percent focus right. and and like that but um to be healthy in food and creativity and stay happy with it for me it was uh, going to Montana and cooking for people up there for one month. Yeah. I was lucky enough to go to Alaska for a couple of wow. months for six weeks and cook for a family there at a lodge. And it just breaks it up. Yeah. Makes you stronger. Oh, yeah. Get more ideas. Total different ingredients. Yeah, I mean, and, completely different. And so then you get your, uh, your book of... Um, you know, all the different adventures and yeah. uh, you discovered how to cook salmon a different way right, while you were sure. up there and you bring that back once in a while to people that appreciate it and, and like that. So, um, yeah, it's just the whole thing is, um, is uh, it's a big tree, you know, and it's just right, keeps, of knowledge that keeps layering on it, top it, of it. Yeah, and you just keep, and then you're like, I forgot all about that. And then I have my cabinet of my you know 10,000 favorite recipes right. that have been tested and written out and I haven't even opened that cabinet because this thing that I'm doing here or there is a different deal but um so yeah I, I have a lot of resources I've, I've had all the experience and then the main ingredient is your team right and and as we already got into that and if you can get the right people around you they they make everything stronger where you couldn't do that yourself. I can't, yeah. you know, nobody can do anything themselves, any great things yeah. themselves. Well, let me ask you this. So on a busy night, are you, cause I, I just, you know, I'm not a chef, so I just see what you see in the movies and stuff like that, where it's like the head chef is, is the person that is directing everybody to do the things that they do. Is that how it is here? Or are you in there cooking yourself or a combination of both? It's, it's all of that. It's, um, daytime is basically, um, the creative time. You know, I actually go to sleep thinking about and taking writing notes and what would work and what wouldn't work, and it depends on where it is and what's available now. And oh, by the way, lobsters are here now. And um, I just saw some great pink shrimp when I was at the fish market. So and so, I I, I kind of steal that for myself. Right. That I bring these things in and then I show everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, you can, and we'll do three different things from that shrimp we got or that beautiful mutton fish a guy just caught and told the story about it right. and you bring it back and it ends up being two or three different specials wow. and so um i'm selfish that way if i find these things i already know some things i want to do with it and then ultimately it trickles down everybody can respond yeah. and they can use the same products and then they'll say what would you do with this i'm thinking that and bah 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 and so um 
then I'll say, well, what if you did this or maybe that? So don't do it for them, but give them direction right. and give them some ideas and then let them grow that way. Yeah, that's great. I mean, again, it's not the typical story I hear from, from a chef, but when, you, when you've got all this experience and all these variety of different categories within cooking, um, it's almost like you, you want a mentor, especially when you get the feedback, right? When you're getting people that are showing you that they're loving learning what you have to offer, um, you're opening the bank of the million recipes and experiences in your head. And I'm, I'm sure that um, the teachers, chef teachers in my past have always been, you know, I've always respected them so much for passing on what they went through. And maybe they're 20 years older than me and they worked in the old school hotels back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And where, you know, a lot of the European chefs and a lot of the the big chefs of uh, hotels and like that, old school, they wouldn't really teach as much. They would hold a lot of things to themselves. And, oh, this is what makes me special. So I'm not going to give you my secrets. I'm the kind of guy that just got a secret, um, and I'm sharing it with everybody. And the customer can have the recipe if he wants. And that makes you the most (laughs) valuable person because of that. So what I I really love about about that is sharing um, your experiences, sharing all these things with your staff, uh, makes them excited to come to work because to me, the easiest way to keep people and to have a successful staff in any business, right? Because this is a businessy type podcast, is making them and ensuring that they're happy to come to work. Now they're not going to be happy all the time. Everybody's got a, a, a storm of of heck that happens on a day to day basis. In no matter what you do, which is important in my opinion because if everything goes perfect all the time, life gets boring. So it's fun to have those things. But if the majority of the time you're teaching and you're educating and people that are trying to be chefs themselves or artists themselves and have their own dreams can actually learn from you, I think that's one of the reasons why the kitchen and the now expansion of food here at the Smoke and Tuna will be extraordinary. Well, we... uh as I said, we have we have the uh, the backing and the attitude and great bosses that want to do the right thing. So um, why wouldn't you if you know how? So. And the thing is, is this location is like so quintessential Key West, and it's like you know I remember coming here hundreds of times as a tourist when I lived in Miami, and it's this amazing spot. Um, forget about for the music and forget about now for the booze location wise and now for food it's like come on i mean there's so many different places that i would go before with my wife and we would have food and then listen to a little bit of music but then have to go somewhere else and we would a lot of times come here for the music so it's like knowing that i could come here and spend the night is really really appealing especially for a local and especially for a tourist yeah we got that a lot this year um even into early December and January, January especially, um, a lot of our busiest month in town. Um, lots of people talked about, we came here, we always came here for the music yeah. and, and the beverages and maybe have a snack. Right. But locals were going to their favorite restaurant yeah. and then popping over here, which is you know totally cool. And, um, but that's why we're trying to change that. I mean, you're doing that right and, now with and this then recipes. All of a sudden, they have what's this? We have these offers. 
and that sounds good and I haven't had that in a while yeah. so yeah. Um, let's do that and then you have to it's not going to happen overnight but it does happen yeah. um, a lot and spontaneous and then it's in the head and you know I, I like uh, nothing more than having people come in and really enjoy the food and yeah. I know they're happy with their program here anyhow this is a bonus this is a big part of our business now and always was but now uh, apply, probably appealing to a different crowd yeah. or other people in addition to so so let me ask you this before you came on board and and started doing becoming the head chef and making the changes here were you you weren't permanently working for any other restaurants right you were just kind of doing your own thing what it sounds like how does it feel now to first have that free reign right from the owner being like i want you to take charge and and make this menu and now you can do these things that you want and then also feel like wow i could make a difference here to like a cornerstone place in key west well it, it it's exciting you know i um I hope to find that when anybody calls me and they want some assistance, whether it's for a year or they want to come in and help me with my problems for a couple of months, help me do the menu, uh, show me how to do this, show me how to do that. You have new new places opening up and stuff, and they don't know all the purveyors. And a lot of that, you know, that experience and friendship you create over the years i've been purchasing in key west for 30 years so you know everybody and now you know their sons and you know their father and Mm. you know and um you get the real deal you get the straight thing and you know where you can go to get what you want and like that so um that foundation is always there any place that I go to, I pump myself up, I come in, yeah. whatever the need is or whatever the job is, if I decide I'm willing to go there, um, I just I leave it all on the field. Nice. I come in and I, I can read things super well. I've been doing it all my life. I read the scenario, read the situation. Yeah. Well, maybe you really don't have to get rid of that and change that. Yeah. What if we did this? Mm. And, you know, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of hands-on stuff and, and playing with your food and you know again the educational part uh, i'm an older man now and i need the help of everybody uh, their energy right. when we're busy in a place like this uh, literally hundreds of people come through here on a day yeah. in season so uh, it's more and more important that i have a great team because you know i just can't can't run like yeah. a, a young guy anymore. yeah but older but wiser yeah. that's why you're doing the things that you're doing and you have the demand to come here and do something like this because if you weren't then you may be more of a tyrant or you may be more of a person that has to leave his mark i mean it sounds like you're satisfied with the career path you've had and the work that you've done and you you feel accomplished in the things that you've done that now i'm seeing a glimmer of this is fun for you yeah, I mean, with the time frame in your life and all the things that you do, then you get more uh, personal about what, where your time is going to be and what you're going to do. So you get, I, I am, I'm, I have a very fortunate career in the food thing. Mm-hmm. Had my own restaurants with success, ran um, some really great restaurants and worked with some people that were just amazing constantly. I seem to just like step in it, you know. Wonderful. Um, when we moved here full time from Boston, decided we're going to do it here and raise the kids and in, in, in the keys and stuff. Um, 
there was a lot of unknown. Yeah. Okay, I know everything in Boston. I know where I can get jobs all the time. Yeah. I know where I can be comfortable, what's going on. Got a ton of friends that will, you know, keep you busy. Um, down here, it was all brand new. Mm. And I just was, I was like wide open to it. And I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and look around and get settled in and, and see what's up. And uh, I walked into uh, one of the, you know, more famous chefs ever in the history of Key West. And just bumped into him on the street and ended up uh, working for him for uh, for a year, opening a new spot. And then wow. uh, got placed into uh, another world-famous Key West destination and um, put five years in over there. And then I was uh, offered my own fine dining spot. Yeah. And so that wouldn't have happened in Boston. Right. The, the magic was here. Yeah. And you had to take that leap. And sometimes it's a little more difficult or, you know whatever comes down the road but key west has been very kind to me yeah. every every place i went i was able to grow when i was ready to make a change there was always something better yeah. and then in addition to okay well uh people approach me i have a, a house in key west tons of visitors would you be the personal chef well my schedule's eight to five I have weekends off, so yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do that. I'll be available as much as I can. Wow! So then you're swinging two jobs, yeah. and end up meeting some really cool people yeah. out of it, and and it just goes if you have the right attitude, I think, and right approach, you make things work for yeah. you. I think the magic of Key West is that that if you do right by Key West, it does right by you for sure. I I agree. I I think that. Um, it's really the approach and what you're willing to do and be flexible and you'll you'll find out i found out that um you know some of my best friends in my life i've met here just yeah. through coincidence and uh, and it never stops you have a influx of people from all over the world and they love being here they mm. come here with a great attitude so you're in a kind of a party atmosphere yeah. and yeah it's positivity almost all the time because people here on vacation the majority everybody's having fun it's yeah. raining out and they're on vacation they're like hey right we're gonna go over here tomorrow hey we wait you know yeah everybody's got you know positive stories i i recently talked touch base with a guy that i first came down here with when uh, right out of high school and we came down here just to get away from boston for a month and it was actually my first connection with him since my wedding about 100 years ago. <laughs> and I just said, hey, how you doing? And we ended up talking for an hour wow. and laughing about the things we did yeah. and how magic Key West was for us yeah. in a pickup truck and camping and like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it lends that to everybody who comes here. Right. And with the right, if you're a nice guy, a nice person, yeah. uh, it'll all go great for you in of this course. town. You know, Agreed. A lot, a lot of good stuff here. So anyhow... Uh, Key West was even more kind to me in the business than Boston was. Boston was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, I, I felt I had to give more to learn. Right. And the more I learned, the easier it was. And then you get this and get that. Yes. And, and you're more comfortable and so on and so forth to get a better job. But um, great move for me to come to Key West. We're glad um, to have you for and, sure. And it's great to be at Smoking Tuna right now. And you know, I might have a couple of weeks off here and there in the past and say, what am I going to do next? And before you know it, 
you get a couple of people that are interested yeah. and somebody's really excited and they're happy with what you're doing and all of a sudden it's like boom yeah magic you know it's another little another yeah. little show so and do you come out of the kitchen at all like if i'm dining here am i ever gonna see you probably out? too much yeah. good that's great yeah, yeah. though no it's nice yeah, i want to see who's there i want to see yeah. how they're feeling about everything and yeah. you know i want to enjoy what they're feeling i want to you know i want to be part of that too yeah i the, think it's the, important yeah there's no way that um you know the the educational part and do this and the technical stuff we do lots of that but if i have an opportunity to talk to somebody the customer want to say hello ask you about something that that's me i love that great I, I yeah do that all day so I, I i feel that about you that that you would really enjoy seeing the fruits of the labor that you're doing whether it be for that night or over the course of a season where you could come out at say the end of the season and be like, wow, I mean, look at these customers enjoying this food and loving this. And I see the needle shift in the change of what people are saying about the smoke and tuna when it comes to, for, to dinner and actually coming here and eating that. So it's, it's definitely amazing to see that. It's, it's another little philosophy thing that, you know, if something's not working up to potential, oftentimes it's just tweaking and paying attention and doing things like that right. in some situations. So in that way, they had all, they had all the stuff. Yeah. And it, was just, it makes it easier to make people happy right. once you have the tools to work with. Yeah, it's and, like baking so, yeah. a cake with the wrong recipe. Yeah. It's not going to work. Or, you know, if you have to drive uh, 67 miles to work and, um, you know, you go in there and there's one grouchy person that's been there for five years and... They just, uh, you're not happy to see them every day and yeah. stuff. You know, that's real life stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, but true. Um, we don't accept that. Yeah. You know, I it's, don't. Yeah. It's nice. I am, it's like, Life's hey, too short, right? You know? I mean. And, and I think that rubs off and I, I have no reason to get all crazy about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know this is good. I know that's right. Oh, if you're not happy, yeah, we'll adjust it. You yeah, know? we'll make it work go, for you. You're on vacation. Come on. And, yeah. I love that. So love it that. is kind of living on vacation for me. Great. You know, Great. it always has been since I got here. Yeah. Hey, I got this new job. It's a really cool place. I end up being yeah. there three years, five years, <laughs> yeah. whatever. I uh, go there for a month and I'm there, you know, and enjoying the people and making okay. new friends. So. so I have one of the selfish but most important questions and this is just for my wife and I. So anybody listening, you don't have to listen anymore for this second. Where and when will you bring down New England steamers for me to eat? Because I cannot get ste- steamers, not steam clams, steamers. You know, the yeah, ones yeah. that smell like barnacles sure. that you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I missed them. I couldn't get them in Miami. I don't think we can get them here, can we? You can. Okay. Yeah, you can. can. You can pretty much get... Um, shellfish from puget sound to pei wow anywhere and everywhere uh you're willing to freight it in sometimes it can be more expensive right. sometimes surprisingly affordable wow. and they just it's a, it becomes a byproduct and whether you want um okay i need 50 lobsters from from portland and i need them for a party on saturday that's all they want main lobsters they gotta right. have them that's always available yeah. And surprising a lot, surprising enough, the price on Maine lobsters per pound sometimes can be 
they have great season and the price drops down and you can have flown here and be no more expensive than the local Florida. Right. And somebody just happens to want that. Yeah. So it's all being part of the network and talking right, to people. Right, right. And what if I really wanted these oysters from PEI every mm. Wednesday? How much are they? See if I can fit them into the demographic and like that. Right. So it's not just knowing the art of the, the, the cooking art or the business aspect. It's having those connections over time and knowing, like you said, the tree branches that go out all over the country when certain people want certain things. Like, hey, I'm like steamers. If 100 people want steamers, you're like, well, let's put some steamers on that menu. And I kind of, you know, like everybody gets, oh, well, I'm really good at this, whatever. And after coming from Boston down here, I felt like I knew a lot. Yeah. And I felt like, I feel now like I only knew 10% what I've allowed myself to learn since. You yeah. Know? So yeah, yeah. I was mistaken thinking that I could just, you know, roll with it from that point on. That's wisdom, too. Yeah. So that was like, hey, wait a minute. This, this guy's on to something and this is going on. And I really did. Um, I applied myself strong for about uh, 10 years in Key West to their purchasing of all products. Yeah. So one particular place could afford to have anything from all over the world. And we did that. So right. we had Christmas every day with boxes from FedEx and yeah. like that. So we were getting the best mushrooms from California. Mm. And you were getting the oysters from Puget Sound uh, variety pack. Right. You know, all the top ones, the best ones. You're getting the best of anything yeah. you want. You want there's a place in Texas you call for deer. Right. And they actually have a preserve right. and a and a surgical unit set up and they go out and pick out your deer. Wow. And like that. So you can if you want to pay for it, you can have whatever you want. Um, that I didn't have any clue about when I was in Boston. I just saw food show up and I yeah. played with it. Uh, here I got much more into the, the buying aspect mm. and who has what. There was a company that we used for years and it was uh, out of all places, it was uh, in Chicago, Chicago Wild Game. Anything the right. next day, anything that you want wow. from quail eggs and this and that and caviars and foie gras and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Anything that you could possibly want on earth, you can get in one day from people that know what they're doing. Yeah. So that that's really a, you know. A huge a, connection to have something that, yeah, even the knowledge to do, to do that. And it's calling and communicating yeah. and, and say, well, if you don't know where to get it, hey, you know, who do you know and who should I talk to? And, and I, I love that that conversing yeah i could tell kibitzing yeah a little bit (laughs) you like the schmoozing a little with people and and working with them absolutely i mean i'm like that's that's who we are so who who are we and then what do we need to do right right that's great (laughs) you it's because you know sometimes you'll see chefs that just like to hide in the kitchen and they don't like to come out and shake hands with anybody but i think i don't know i like i personally like seeing all aspects of the restaurant when I'm out that's part of my experience is I'd love for you to come out and say hello and you know that would be nice that'd make me feel special so I'm sure other customers love that too yeah I I wouldn't understand anybody that you know is is really good at what they do and there somebody wants to say thank you or like that it's kind of like um uh, you know you're proud of, proud of what yeah. you do you come out and share it and it makes yeah. you happy it makes them happy it's like that, that's what we do. It's like a, let's say you're an artist and you're a painter and they come to the gallery to see all your stuff yeah. and you're not going to come out and say hi. Right. Of course, you're going to be out there with a glass of wine of and course. walking around and how you doing yeah. and meet my wife. And, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. it's all, there's a big world and we're just a little yeah. part of it, you know, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I love meeting new people. I love, you know, you've got strong New England roots giving yeah. you that nice yeah, foundation. I mean, you of- lots, lots of close people in, in New England and, 
you get comfortable in your skin and if you're if you know what you're talking about and people you know you surround yourself with good people yeah. how can you go wrong so that's great again lucky enough uh, in key west many great friends here uh, my, my daughter works downtown my wife worked in town for years um so key west is a big part of my life and you know Seems it's, like it always will be. Yeah, it's just a chapters, chapters yeah. in the book. <laughs> that's know? right, that's right. And there'll be there'll be a big smoking tuna chapter. And, yeah, and someday I'll uh, I'll just be visiting. I'll you see know? you at the smoking tuna tattoo on your shoulder or something. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, listen, that was a, a great ending of the the businessy aspect, the art artistry aspect of that. Now we get into the personal questions. Which aren't that personal, so you don't need to worry. It's it's not okay. that crazy. Um, what is your because you've been in Key West so long? What is your favorite event to attend? I think the the thing that I like to do attend, meaning in town events yeah. and stuff like that, or, or just things to do. Um, we used to always like uh, you know the whole fantasy fest thing uh-huh. with the kids come down before dark and all that. So we all our friends would come down and people would come in town from Boston to, to go do it. And all right. that. So we lived all that and then it became okay. Uh, really like Goombe, you know, come yeah. down taste the food and then yeah, go yeah. there. So I think you go through the whole gamut and then the, the the bike events and then the runners that come in town and come up and down the the highway and then the boat races and right. there's so many things that go on and it's like a weekly deal yeah. that even if you loved it and you did it for five years it's like you don't have time to do that stuff anymore right and um so and i, I do live up the keys um 20 miles or so mm-hmm. so um if I'm not working, I, I usually don't come in town. I'll take that one day off and right. just chill up Spend there the and family. go to the beach or do whatever, go get in a boat or whatever. But um, Sounds like the, boating is something you love to do, right? Fishing it, it, and boating. Well, and, yeah, it's just, yeah, not really ser- seriously fishing. Right. You know, it's just... Uh, right, no bait on the hook fishing, <laughs> I like to call or, it. Or just get that one fish, hang out, <laughs> talk about fishing, right. and get one for the grill exactly. on your way back in. Right. <laughs> right. One guy loves diving, okay, go get some lobsters. Yeah, and, exactly, and we'll be we'll, up here. You know, just get us something to eat. You know, we're not going to buy anything, okay? <laughs> right. But I catch more fish on the phone. Exactly. Than most people catch <laughs> exactly. in life, so. You're like an expert fisherman <laughs> with that telephone. But, you know, in general, I, I appreciate all the events. I know that um, a friend of mine's coming in to do this lost kitchen deal uh, celebrity chefs come in and they just work one night and they have uh, wine and great food and and kind of like showcase that particular mm-hmm. guy and I, I would love to attend all of those yeah. you know that's something that's right up my alley you end up seeing people in the biz and yeah. people that used to work with and all that kind of stuff so anything related to the restaurant scene right uh, you're there I like that or, or food events and you know um, markets you know everything yeah, yeah. what about local uh, hidden spot could be restaurant could be anything park anything yeah I, I used to um, I love that property at um, Casa Marina uh-huh. it's you know the old Flagler house uh-huh. and I always just loved being on the property I could feel the history yeah and I've changed it up so much and everything right, but right. the lo- lobby's all great and that has an old feel to it right like, and I just I find myself like if I'm driving by once every few months, I'll get out yeah. and walk through the lobby yeah. and walk around and just look at it and imagine. And had had stayed there, right. you know, 30 years ago with the family. We were just in town for the weekend events or whatever and would stay at the Casa. Yeah. And, and so, you know, again, reminiscing and 
um, old memories and, yeah. and seeing old friends. If I have a friend uh, that has a restaurant and he's in there every night trying to make it, that would probably be the first pick. Yeah. Or my favorite bartender is at yeah. this place. So let's stop and see him. So it's more catching up with your old buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I did 15, 15 or 16 years in Key West when I first got here. Then kind of got up the keys and even into marathon. Then going off to work in the summer and things like that. Go to Boston. And um, so the last couple of years I've come back for months at a time and worked in Key West doing things. And so now I'm back in town. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm tracking down people and, and seeing you're like people ready for business that I now. used to see yeah. all the time. So that that's the most fun. My wife loves that. See her old friends. We come in. Great. You know, catch a movie, go have a dinner. And, yeah. And just, uh, you know, soak in the, the whole Key West vibe. Yeah, you know? the reminiscing. I like that because yeah. you were here so long. Um, what about um, a tip of the day? Something that you're into that is totally not related to anything we talked about. It could be a book you're reading. It could be these new loafers you, you like. It could be a new toothpaste. It could be anything. Tip of the day, um, work in your garden for a couple hours. Yes. I love yeah. that. I have uh, lots of trees and uh, flowering things on in my yard. Lost a lot with the hurricane uh-huh. a couple of years ago. It's all back better than ever. Uh, you have to give it a little more care, yeah. and that um, that kind of settles me a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it's like something really warm and fuzzy happens. Uh-huh. I go down there, I talk to myself, and look at how things are growing, and had to do with some of it, and you know, simple things like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like. You can get real hectic. You can get crazy. Jump in your car. You ran out of this. Go over there. Mm-hmm. Get back here. There's a crowd waiting for something. By the way, uh, we got to work extra hard, and it becomes intense. So I really appreciate those moments. Yeah, digging just, your digging yeah, my hands yeah. in dirt too de-stresses me big time. And, and it's kind of like you know floating on the boat. I had a whole houseboat attached to the the back of my house, and. Um, we just go out there and sometimes stay overnight. Yeah. And have the kids on the boat. You want to go in? No. Yeah. Okay, we stay out and yeah. the stars are out and, and you capture that stuff. And yeah. So, Sounds great. Uh, you know, it's, it's a wonderful place. I would say, I'm going to add a second tip. Sure. That one of the hot months in the summer, if you live here year round, get out of town. Yeah. <laughs> go somewhere cooler and go, you know, visit somewhere you haven't been. Yeah, I like that. That's a great way to end. Chef, it was great talking to you. I look forward to coming here, myself with the family, uh, trying some of your dishes, saying hello for sure, um, and seeing where you take this. I really appreciate everything you're doing, and thank you very much. Real pleasure to meet you, Mark. Yeah, thank Thank you you very much. Thanks. Hi, everyone. One last thing before you go. If you can, please leave a comment and rate the podcast in any of the apps that you listen to us in. It'll mean the world to us. That's it. Have a great day. Bye.